Hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Hello and welcome to episode 36. I'm your host, pain specialist and mind-body expert, Molly Jager. And I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. So today I'm going to dive in to a somewhat controversial topic. And it's really controversial in the context of the Feldenkrais Awareness Summit that I've been involved in. But guess what? This podcast isn't a part of that summit. (laughs) outside of it and I'm going to share with you some ideas. However, if you haven't had a chance yet to join the summit and to check out the stuff inside there, I highly recommend it because it is a wonderful, wonderful summit. There's so much good stuff in there and I have been loving just listening to the talks, doing some of the lessons It's so great. Now, you can't do it all, so don't try. It's too much. It's designed to have so much that you upgrade. Because when you upgrade, you contribute to the making of the summit. And you get so much stuff that is way beyond the value of what the cost of the upgrade is. So many bonuses and lessons in there are just wonderful that will last you for like a year seriously the the talks but the lessons that you get could last you for a year so much in there including a bonus from me which is how to overcome a difficult diagnosis there's so much in that just that one bonus is worth the cost of the upgrade so i highly recommend that you go and check that out check out some of these wonderful speakers and see how they inspire you Because I promise they will. I promise they will inspire you. Just watch one. (laughs) One person. You don't have to do it all. One or two. And do a lesson or two. And then you'll get a sense of how amazing it is. So that's free. And there's a few more days. In fact, I think through um, Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. Can't remember. (laughs) One One of those of this week that it's free. So go in and check that out and take advantage of that and get the upgrade because it's amazing. So today I want to share with you a an idea that I choose to believe. I choose this perspective because I find it valuable and also because it makes sense in terms of my understanding and my personal experience. However, it is not necessarily an easy perspective, but I still choose it. So what is that perspective? It has to do with the way that you frame your symptoms and the things that you experience. So normally when we think of symptoms, we think of them as a problem. More so, we think of them as the problem right? Even more to the point. I have uh, tension in 
my left hip pain down my leg in through my back this is a problem and we think of it as a problem i want to invite you to shift that a little bit now if for you if there's if like the idea of the symptom that you experience not being a problem is if you're like what the heck are you talking about Molly? That makes absolute no sense. Absolutely no sense. Then this is completely the episode for you. I'm really excited to share this shift with you and see what you think about it. Really want to hear your perspective because my hope is that in opening a new perspective, it offers you new options for what to do, for not just how to think, but also for what's possible for you. So I remember when I first had this um, conversation with one of my first clients a long time ago who was experiencing a lot of leg pain. Um, and I asked them, like, is this a problem? And it was like, well, of course, they kind of laughed and of course it's a problem. It's limiting all these aspects of my life. It's limiting my freedom and my ability to live and do and earn and my enjoyment of life. And so that makes a lot of sense in one way. Like, yeah, it's a problem. It's limiting. But here's just one thing that I see that doesn't connect for me in that way of thinking. There's this kind of assumption that we should be able to do what we want in life without hardship, without challenge, without effort. Like that we play, when we have a problem in our lives, in our body, right, as a symptom, showing up that's limiting in some way often we go to this kind of thinking that if something in our body could be fixed then this problem could go away and we could return to living and doing what we want but what if what if the very thing that needs to be fixed is not in one's body but something about the way that you're living your life that created the breeding ground for those symptoms to arise in the first place. Now, this is going to be really controversial. <laughs> and I want to make a really, really important distinction here. Number one, this is not research. <laughs> I'm not claiming to know the truth. This is a perspective. This is controversial because it is not proven by science. And the um, I think it's important to go into controversy because this is where we find out what we believe. And it's really important to get clear on what we believe and why. And do those beliefs serve us or not? And really get into the nitty-gritty of that. Now, one of the, the 
mistakes that can be very easily made with this way of thinking that the problem is not the symptom itself, but something else much deeper or broader in terms of the whole picture of you in your life is that it seems to suggest that you are to blame, which is not at all what I'm suggesting or thinking. Uh, It's not a matter of blame or criticism. It's a matter of opening the door to another set of questions. And to a degree, it's a matter of responsibility being on the individual in order for that healing to really take place. It's not that that individual can't seek out help or support or um, input, but rather that the individual has to play an integral part in untangling their own situation. They have to play an integral part in taking action, in moving, creating movement or change in their in their own life, mind, and body. So it's not about blame. And when I think of responsibility, I think of that as responsibility. So being able to respond to what you experience in life, being responsible, right? Being able in your life to respond appropriately, to respond adequately to your needs as they present themselves. So that's a really important distinction I want to make. It's not about blame. You didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) Even if you want to assign blame to yourself, it doesn't work. (laughs) Sorry. And so that's, that's the first kind of misconception that I want to get out of the way. Let me share with you where one of the things that um, inspires this way of thinking. So part of this comes from Byron Katie, who once I heard say, and she says this a lot, but I heard her say it, I've heard her say it once or twice, and it really struck me. She says, I choose to believe that God or the universe or this life force that is bigger than us that runs through us I choose to believe that it is benevolent I choose to believe what an interesting way to frame it she's not saying this is the way it is I know because I am all knowing she is saying I've made a choice in my life and then she goes on to say that that choice that she makes is in accordance with her experience. So it's not like she's just taking some random idea and putting it out there because it's nice. She's taking an idea that was formed in her through the experience that she had in her life, in her body, and in her embodied mind, in her mind, right? She had these experiences And she's acquired this belief and she chooses to actively believe it because not only does it make sense to her, it serves, it serves her. 
It serves her growth. It serves her work. It serves her ability to function smoothly and well in love and in service. I'm kind of adding on a little bit. I'm, I'm accentuating what she says. It's not a quote, but that's kind of how she talks about it. And that really struck me like, oh, she's, she's making a choice there. How interesting. And so it's, first of all, just really wonderful to know that when it comes to our beliefs, we have some degree of choice. And again, the clear distinction there is not that we can choose to believe something just because we would like to, but because we've gone through a process that informs us and we have this opportunity through our experience, you you might have this opportunity. So for example, one example of that might be that you've listened to a lot of my podcasts. You've listened to a lot of the episodes. You've listened to me talk about how pain isn't necessarily just something of your body. You've been introduced to this idea through me or through other people that it's a more complex picture, that there's some emotional element that's involved, that perhaps there's nothing wrong with your physical body. And yet you probably have competing ideas, maybe from an actual doctor or an x-ray or an exam or a whole body of knowledge or just the general public who has a completely different viewpoint of this and will tell you that's crazy. Why would you think that there's obviously something wrong with your knee, hip, shoulder, elbow, etc. Right? Look at you. Your, your, uh, how fit are you? Look at you, you're this age. Look at you, you're blah, 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 blah. And there's perhaps a whole list of evidence that they could point to, that you could point to. And so here you have a choice. You have a choice. Which direction do I want to focus my mind? What serves me? Because here's what's really, really important about this is that the way that you perceive something, the way that you think, think about something, the what you believe will affect what you are able to do and what you are able to see. What you believe affects what you are able to see. Not just what you see, but what you are able to see. If you believe that somebody is 100% wrong, there's no doubt in your mind, you won't be able to perceive all the ways in which they may be correct. (laughs) If you think, if you believe that you've done something and it is wrong or bad, then you cut yourself off from the view of how you might be able to learn from that thing or how that thing, that choice or what you did actually served you or how it allowed you to understand something that you didn't know. And by the same token, if you believe that your pain symptoms are a problem, it cuts you off from being able to see how your life or aspects of the way that you're living your life is overtaxing your system or is not serving 
some aspect of who you are and how you want to live your life. You will not be able to see what's lying underneath this so-called problem. And then that choice of changing or opening up to the possibility of just exploring a perspective without maybe even setting a stone down or setting your flag and saying, this is what I believe now, but just just a gentle invitation, just a just crack in the door. What if? What if my symptoms aren't a problem? What if instead of being a problem, they're actually a form of communication? What if they are the motivating factor that's going to get me to live a more full and enriched and joyful life. Like how crazy is it to think that the pain that you feel in your body could lead you to feel more joy in your life? <laughs> okay. Let me offer a way through to that leap that I just made from pain to joy. (laughs) Because I get it. So going back to the shift from thinking of pain as a problem to, to pain as a form of communication. That we have all of these different aspects of, of what make us, us, what make you, you, you have your mind, your body, the different systems. We have all these different facets and they all come together to make you, you. Part of this perspective is that underlying, this underlying choice that I choose to believe, which isn't entirely by faith, but based on some some science, <laughs> which is that your every aspect of who you are is doing its best to serve you in your life right because that is the drive to life that is the drive of evolution to adapt to evolve in order to survive in order to thrive right not in order to have pain not in order to live in suffering but in order to live and grow and thrive like that is the kind of unending movement of life and then other things come in and complicate that growth and frustrate that growth and that process and that is part of the puzzle that we have to move into and figure our way through right so if there's this underlying belief that I choose and I want to offer it to you to see what it's like to choose to believe that your body is not interested in meaningless suffering that your body is not designed to create pain and suffering for you for the heck of it or no reason that it's actually doing its best to serve you and if you think about it like that it's like well then what's the purpose what's the meaning 
What is the drive? And that creates a whole nother set of questions that you then bring to yourself. And often that will take you into the root of, well, if this isn't the problem, then where else do I have to look? If this isn't a problem, (laughs) where else do I have to put my attention? Are there areas of my life that are calling to me? Are there areas of myself, of my mind, of my soul, of my spirit that are speaking to me that I've been ignoring? And the first answer might be, I don't know. (laughs) Or it might be, yes, but that's too difficult. Or yes, and I have no idea where to begin. Yeah. And there might be a question as to, but is this related? But is this really related to the physical pain that I experience? And that's the journey. That's part of the journey and taking responsibility in your situation, meaning being response-able. So if you have a pain symptom that can be relieved through an action that you take, are you willing to take that action? What if that action is giving yourself daily mind-body nourishment? What if that action is getting clear on what is stressing you out, on what is the core of your anxiety? What is, at, what is the crux that is keeping you from feeling content in your life? That is causing physical tension in your body that may be creating pain or symptoms? These are the kinds of questions that open up when you reframe the quote-unquote problem, when you reframe the picture for yourself away from being this is a problem, period, to what if this isn't a problem, dot, dot, dot. And you can see why this is controversial. And perhaps you can feel that it is challenging. So it's not only controversial because it's a reframing, it's an entire paradigm shift, but it is also a challenge to oneself. And it demands a quality of attention that requires change in oneself. And I want to offer one last piece, which is simply that this is just a threshold. Sometimes reframing a situation for yourself is relieving. And I want to offer it for you in that light to relieve yourself of the thought that you're full of problems that need fixing and open up to the possibility and to the question or to the perspective that 
your body is smart, much smarter than your cognitive, this one neocortex, cognitive part of your brain. And that your body is working in service of you. And that there is a benevolence that is available to you to act upon toward yourself. It's just a beginning. And it is the beginning of a practice, of a process of self-discovery. For myself, it's a choice. It doesn't mean that from one day to the next, I am living the life, the mind, the body with all the thoughts that I want and would choose. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) No, it just means when stuff comes up, I don't sit around suffering because of it. That's all it means. It's like, oh, oh, there's some communication there. Okay. Am I going to listen to it? Do I feel like I have time to listen to it right now? I don't want to, but maybe I'll make some time later. Maybe I will do it now. I don't know. The point is that it changes my experience of it in the immediate moment. It doesn't mean that I like and enjoy all aspects of the challenge. I might curse a little bit and feel exhausted and angry and annoyed that I have to do more (laughs) self-development. Right? But it changes my experience such that I do feel more joy. I do feel more gratitude alongside all of those other difficult feelings. I'm angry and joyful. I'm frustrated and grateful. Yeah. And I find that much more pleasurable. Personally, I like that way of living my life. I like what that choice offers me. I like the experience in my body. Like I find myself being more light, taking things less heavily and asking questions and experimenting and being curious in ways that I wouldn't otherwise. And I like that. (laughs) And what is life but an experience here for us to partake in? So why not choose a belief that makes that experience as enriching and enjoyable as can be? Not easy, not necessarily easy, because I don't think there's any easy. I honestly don't think there's any easy. I think there's easier, (laughs) but no free rides. Sorry. <laughs> you you get what you put in. I always think it's so amazing like people sometimes when we complain about our health and I just think about but look at your life. Like for myself, 
whenever I feel like frustrated about anything. It's like, but okay, look at my life that I'm living. And it's not blameful. It's just like, well, duh, you've got a lot on your plate. You're juggling a lot of different things. Your, your diet isn't totally clean. You stay up late and you wake up early. You don't always get enough sleep. You know, you don't live as harmoniously as possible, but I'm choosing that and that's okay. It's part of my journey. It's part of my journey on this earth to not live, to not go be an ascetic (laughs) and meditate for five hours a day. I don't choose that right now and that's okay. It's okay. I had a Coke the other day and guess what? It was delicious. Even though at the same time I was like, this is terrible. (laughs) I still drank it and I enjoyed it. And that was a choice that I made and that's okay, right? It's okay. I love being a human, even though it's challenging at times. And I hope that after this episode, you can enjoy being a human too, if you haven't been, or a little bit more, and all the challenges that come with it. All right, have a wonderful week, and I will speak to you soon. thank you so much for tuning in today. I certainly enjoyed sharing this complex topic with you and I hope you enjoyed it as well. If ever you want to reach out and connect with me, I would love that. You can leave a comment or review under the podcast or you can reach out to me at molly at movetonourish.com. That's movetonourish.com. And you can always also find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at move to nourish and that's with the number two just to confuse you (laughs) and just a couple more things first of all i am still looking for people to interview if you are a counselor a therapist a life coach or a somatic practitioner or a bodywork practitioner and you have been struggling with your own pain issues for a while if you've tried everything or all the things, I would love to speak with you. I've had some amazing conversations with people and I have more to do. So if that's something you'd be interested in, please reach out. Let's chat. Also, if you haven't yet joined the Feldenkrais Awareness Summit for this year, I highly recommend it. I have been so inspired and found some really great new movement activities, practices that I have already incorporated into my daily life. Like literally I found a new morning practice that I was already kind of doing, but I found one that really helped to flesh out and and just give breathe new life into my practice. So it's a wonderful, wonderful summit. There is so much good stuff on there. If you haven't yet gone please go check that out. It's running for the rest of this week. And of course you can always upgrade so you can have lifetime access to all of that material. And it is so worth the upgrade. I highly recommend that as well. To get access to that, find a link in the show notes of this episode. 
Also, I'm sending it out via email. It's on my Facebook, in my group, on my account, on Instagram, all those places you can find it. Great. Thank you so much for joining me today. I will see you soon.